Hello, and welcome to Mixed DNA Podcast, the podcast with two mixed race hosts talking about any and everything. Each week, we pick a topic, do some research, throw in our own thoughts and opinions, and put everything together here to share with all of you. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Melissa, and we are officially in Christmas mode because Christmas is only 28 days away, folks. And with that in mind, we all have approximately 27 shopping days left to buy or make Christmas presents for our loved ones. Which is why today's episode, episode number 54, is Mixed DNA and our 2022 gift guide. We're not going to tell you what to buy or for whom, but we are going to tell you about items or products that we got or found this year that we absolutely loved and think others would as well. We'll talk about some of our favorite places to shop online or brick and mortar, and we'll talk about things we wouldn't mind being gifted ourselves this holiday season, and what we as moms hope to be able to give to our sons this year. I would like to start with stocking stuffers. The stocking is something I most look forward to Christmas morning. Growing up, and still to this day, it's the only thing we're allowed to open before we sit down for Christmas breakfast. And then we do the remainder of the presents after breakfast. Do you do stockings? Yes, we do do stockings. And we also open it up Christmas Eve, maybe, or Christmas morning. I think maybe you could choose one. I think we will do that with Preston. To be honest, I haven't really thought about Christmas yet um well when doing writing this episode i felt like my brain was still processing halloween but i i'm almost there so like i said preparing for this episode and other things like shopping for some low christmas items has forced me to get into the mental spirit i went to the dollar store the other day and got these little christmas snow globes that i wanted so bad last year i got one and then i went to go back but they sold out so quickly these aren't exactly like them but they're out And it made me smile, and I grabbed them as soon as I could. Anyway, like I said, yes, we do stockings, and I really love doing it. It's cute and very festive. Like I've said many times, I really enjoy doing celebrations and holidays, uh, more so now because of Preston. I kind of wish we had a fireplace to hang the stockings, but for now, they're hung on the wall. I remember all sorts of little fun things my mom would put in our stockings, so I can't wait to do that for Preston. Interesting that you do your stockings on the wall, because we don't have a fireplace either but we do them on the banister, like on the railing. Okay, that's a good idea. Coming down the stairs. Oh, we could try that. Interesting. Thank you. And at least that way they still, they hang still because there's something to, like a structure to hang it on, right? Well, we get those um, scotch hooks. 3M hooks. Yeah, 3M. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those things are pretty strong. True story. So traditionally, stockings were filled with small gifts of fruit, nuts, or wooden toys. These days, stockings are filled with smaller items. For me, people will put things like hair products, hair ties or clips, maybe a new toque or gloves or socks, small bottles of booze or champagne, like the size you'd get on an airplane or in a hotel minibar, and makeup or perfume and lotions. Some years I've been fortunate enough to have jewelry in my stockings. Small boxes fit nicely into these stockings. For my mom, I usually do like small kitchen utensils, lotions, makeup, and small candles. And for my dad, I put like gas gift cards, lottery tickets, usually some sort of like travel magazine or sports magazine, and socks. And then filling my son's stocking is the most fun. This year I'm hoping to put a couple of like fidget toys, new crayons, an activity book, and maybe a couple card games like Uno or Skipbo or Old Maid. Does Preston like to play games? Card? Board? I haven't really tried any card or board games to be honest. Uh, Maybe flashcards, but that's not really a game. Um, He does like puzzles. We should probably introduce him to some games. Those are some good card games that we could also put in his stocking. I, I don't know. I always thought that board games were for older kids, um, but maybe it obviously depends on the board game you get. 
We do have a couple matching games, which he does like, but <laughs> his interest doesn't last too long. I am all about learning presents, but I suppose there can be some toys in the stockings. I was looking online for gifts that aren't toys and found one really interesting to get a magazine subscription. For example, Highlights Magazine, which you can subscribe through Amazon, but it's $39.99 for a one-time purchase, which I think is incredibly expensive considering how much it was when we were younger. I don't think it was even remotely that expensive. Do you remember? I only remember it in doctor's office and dentist office. I don't ever remember having to like physically go buy one, so maybe I don't know how much they cost. I don't. I think I would just borrow them from the library. I was like an avid library goer. But it, are you saying it's thirty nine ninety nine per issue? That's what it sounds like. But it said one time purchase. So one time it's thirty nine ninety nine. But if you subscribe through Amazon, it would be nineteen ninety nine per month, which I feel is much better. But but still, that's a lot. Nineteen ninety nine for one magazine. I know. I know. So. I mean, it's a cute idea, but it's a little bit much. I also do like that book that you have for Maxwell, um, Mixed a Colorful Story. Oh, yes, it's it's great. And the follow-up's coming. Actually, I think I have that in my notes for later on today because um, I know his second book came out this year too. So this year for Maxwell, I'm hoping to get a couple puzzles as well. There's a brand called Upbounders, and their Little Likes Kids division carries a selection of puzzles that help to promote being multicultural. Their puzzles range from 24 pieces for three years and up and all the way up to 100 pieces for six and up and feature scenes like theme parks, birthday parties, and barbershops. All puzzles feature a multicultural array of characters, which is nice to see. Upbounders also has available for sale advent calendars with stickers instead of chocolates, flashcards, card matching memory games, and board books. Upbounders, as per their website, is a minority business enterprise that feels the world belongs to kids and kids need to feel that they belong to the world. All their toys and activities promote belonging. Their products are for kids six and under and celebrate cultural and ethnic differences accurately in ways that are relatable, inspiring, and transformative. Upbounders products can be found directly on their website or on Amazon, or if you do visit their website, they list by state where you can find their products, and they also have a small listing for where to find their products in Canada. Upbounders sounds like a really great company, and even greater since it's in Canada, where multiculturalism is very important because each year Canada becomes more and more diverse. Those puzzles also sound great. I will look into those for Preston as well, since he, since he loves puzzles, like I said earlier. It's good to feel like you belong in this world, especially being mixed, which a lot of times is quite difficult, and I can't imagine on children. On MixedFamilyLife.com, there is an ultimate gift guide for mixed children. I saw this doll, and it was so super cute. It was a little boy, a little brown boy, but I can't find it anywhere. It was one of those um, listings of toys and then you click on it, and it was like, error, this link cannot be found. So that was pretty sad, because I would have got him a little brown boy doll. So I went on Amazon to see how much one of these dolls is, and it came up and it was almost $500. So that's a little tad out of the price range, Preston. Sorry. Doesn't seem like there are many dolls for boys to play with, though, especially, especially ones that are brown. But I will try to keep looking. I think it's a cute gift. It's true. Yeah, there's not, no... There's some on Etsy, but it's like a stuffed animal. And I wanted like a doll doll. Like this doll was super cute. I put the link there so maybe you could see it, but it was super cute. I've looked I've looked for brown boy dolls as well and some slim pickings. Another interesting company I wanted to mention is a Canadian company called Kidswag. And as per their website, they're a one-stop destination for premium children's products inspired by black girls and boys from around the world. 
Their philosophy is mindful representation, intentionally seeking products, images, and experiences to reinforce a sense of self. They are intentional about the images, words, and experiences that your child will engage with from their products. They focus on diverse visuals, positive words, and diverse experiences. One of the things I'm considering purchasing from KidSwag include their Different is Good Tees, which are available for kids and adults and come in white, black, or purple. The KidSwag sites also features products from other people of color entrepreneurs whose products fit within their mission statement. There are two in particular that I really liked, including Very Puzzled, which was created by a dad that wanted to share his culture and heritage with his child. So he created beautiful puzzles to help kids have fun while learning about Africa and the Caribbean. There's a very detailed Trinidad and Tobago map, a hundred piece puzzle that I think is really beautiful, although probably way too hard for Maxwell. Uh, There are also puzzles available for Ghana, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Jamaica, the whole continent of Africa, or the Caribbean. Another featured product line on their site is Colorful, spelled C-O-L-O-R-F-U-L-L, which is a line of kids' tableware that are FDA-approved, BPA-free, scratch and impact-resistant, shatterproof, and dishwasher-safe. There are a couple of plates I see that I know my son would really love. He's really big into outer space and planets lately, and they have like an Astronauts Together in Space plate, and a Percy astronaut plate, and the little boy cartoon image on the plate actually looks just like him with the curly hair and everything, so I think Maxwell would really like that. Yeah, I like them, and I really I really like the plates. I thought they were pretty cool. And of course, they don't make dinosaur ones. <laughs> I think if they made dinosaur ones, I would get them since... However, there are dinosaur everythings everywhere when I shop. This is true. This is true. Because my kid is neither here nor there about dinosaurs. Like, he doesn't hate them. He doesn't love them. But it's like everywhere I go, it's just dinosaurs, 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 dinosaurs. <laughs> no. Russ is like obsessed. So I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, we are overrun with dinosaurs. And he does need some new plates and utensils. So that's a good gift idea that I didn't think of. And since Preston loves dinosaurs, Michelle, our mutual friend who just had a baby, yay, sent me a link for these fossil eggs on Amazon so it's like I don't know what it's made of I didn't read into it but you put these eggs into water so it makes it softer and then you can kind of like dig right in it and then there are dinosaurs dinosaur bones in it and there's a lot to, uh, lots of different sizes to choose from but I think I would choose the medium ones for Preston since uh, there's more more selection so yeah I think we'll be leaning more towards dinosaur presence if I find something else that's not a dinosaur that I feel like he would like, I, I'd like to get that. But I'm pretty sure. He's already wanting to write a list to Santa for all these dinosaurs he needs. So whatever we think, we're going to get him. <laughs> it needs to be a dinosaur. It's like, or else. How dare you, Santa? Maxwell could give two hoots about Santa. Like, we went, we were at the a Christmas show this past weekend. Like, a, yes, like a trade show. And... Santa was there. It's so funny when Santa actually came into the room, there was just like this tired shopper just sitting in, in Santa's seat. And Santa was like, ho, ho, ho. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then she couldn't stop laughing. Oh, get the hell out of my seat. <laughs> Have you been going to McDonald's this month? Uh, yeah, we went um, the other day and we got a stegosaurus to put together, which is pretty badass, that thing. We have, what do we have? We have a Velociraptor downstairs, and, oh, I think we also have the Stegosaurus, too, yeah. Mm. He would love the Velociraptor, obviously. Anyhow, so later, we, like, walk past the Santa area again, and I was like, Maxwell, do you want to say hi? 
And Max was, like, looking at him, like, all suspicious. And he, like, kind of, like, lifts his hand up, like, a little bit. And he's like, hi. And he's like, okay, we could go now. Like, all right. Off to the car we go. Books are always on my list for Maxwell every Christmas. And this year is no different. This year, there are two books for sure we'll be receiving, one we just kind of mentioned earlier, called Remixed, A Blended Family by Ari Chung. This is the follow-up to the mixed book that Vanessa mentioned earlier. Uh, The book came out this past summer in July, and Maxwell already has the original mixed one, which he loves to read over and over and over again. Uh, The second is a companion to the original, and the story helps to reevaluate what it means to be a family in a world where people mix and families come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. Another one I really want to get was one that was released in 2013, which um, older books, especially for children, are always a little bit harder to find and more expensive. But the book is called Callaloo, a jazz folktale by Marwan Kanadi. And it's about a young boy named Winston from Brooklyn, who, while out picking up ingredients for his aunt's Callaloo, gets magically transported to the Caribbean island of Tobago, where he meets mythical folk characters that roam the earth. I haven't read the story myself, but I think it sounds really cute, and I think the first time we should read it should be together. So, looking forward to getting, yeah, looking forward to finding a copy of that. And like you, I always love books as gifts. They are one of my favorite things to get. Uh, Get and give. Um, It's hard to find mixed books with boys on the cover, or stories about boys, which I find frustrating again, like the dolls. But anyway... As I was looking, I came across some other mixed kids books regarding acceptance and diversity and and how to love yourself. One of them is called I Am Whole, a multiracial children's book celebrating diversity, language, race, and culture by Shala Oz. And it's a picture book to celebrate children of mixed backgrounds and their cultures. Skin Like Mine by Leticia M. Perry is another one. She also wrote Hair Like Mine, Skin Like Mine, um, the second book in the Kids Like Mine series. It's for beginners, so it's an easy read. Another two that I just wanted to mention were Acceptance is My Superpower by Alicia Ortego and We Belong, a children's book about diversity, race, and empathy by Nathalie Goss. We don't have many books on these subjects, which I think is silly. And I think Preston should know about these things and read about these things and, you know, get try to understand it um, starting from young. And I think it would be nice for him to read about people like his mommy and himself. So one thing that my son has been asking for since uh, we were at like my great aunt's house this past summer and she had a globe and then he wanted to take the globe home and he like wouldn't leave it there, but um, eventually I had to like force it out of his hands. Anyway, so yes, he does want a globe and surprisingly there are a lot of options for purchasing a globe. So anyone can just buy like a regular globe that like sits on a desk and spins, but there's so many options for interactive globes these days. Uh, the one I really like is the Parlamondo Interactive Globe, and it's also the top-ranked globe for children. However, it costs a nice $350, and I do want the globe to be as educational as possible, but he is only three, but something that grows with him would be, you know, beneficial. But the specific globe comes with a rechargeable pen loaded with seven different languages and comes with single and multiplayer games. The globe also illuminates, which comes in handy if you have a kid like mine that loves lights and lamps. And I like this one, minus the price, but it would be something that he could grow with, so that's always a plus. Uh, the Geo Safari Junior Talking Globe, priced at 120 maybe more age-appropriate for him now. Features an interactive pen, as well as fun facts about animals and famous places, and has three modes, explore, find, and measure, all to make the interactive learning fun. I'm torn between these two, but we'll decide in the next week or so. 
so that, you know, it arrives in time for Christmas. I think a globe is a great idea. That would be a fun kind of present, I think, especially an interactive one. That one looks cool with the pen. The $120 one sounds more logical, but then again, they can have these sorts of things for a very long time, and it's something you can constantly learn from. So whichever one you choose, it will be great. Do you or have you been gifting Preston presents from Santa Claus plus yourselves? We usually get presents from both of us and give presents from both of us. Us being me and Radu and, of course, Santa Claus. Uh, he's only starting to kind of understand the concept of Santa. So I think this year will be a little bit more fun and I wanted to put out cookies and milk for Santa. I think it's going to be great to get to see his face. And the only reason why I think he's grasping it is because he keeps asking for this Jurassic T-Rex. It's my fault for making or allowing him to watch those stupid um, unboxing dinosaur shows. Nevertheless, he wants this T-Rex that has an open mouth. So the other day I was like, okay, if you want it, we'll write a letter to Santa and then he can get it. And he's like, okay. I'm like, it's fine. He won't remember. Oh my God. Every day when we wake up, he's like, Santa? T-Rex with the mouth open? So like, <laughs> shit. So now he keeps asking. Have you guys written the letter yet? No, but clearly we need to be on it because my he's breathing down my neck for this thing. But at least like you can write the letter so it shows like there's this is the next step. And I think you can, I think here you write the letter and I think something gets mailed back to you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so we can do that. Um, also with the booking for our Santa pictures that we did the other day at Aaron Mills, you get a free call from Santa. It's like, oh, are you there? Preston, I've been waiting to call from you. It's like, oh my God. I think he's going to love it. Maxwell is not going to be impressed at all. And I'm like, the phone's for you. And surprisingly, we have done milk and cookies for the past two Christmases. Like, sell this Santa guy to me. Last year, he ate the cookies and stuck his hand in the milk. And the year before, he licked the cookies and pushed the glass of milk over. Here, Santa, have some saliva cookies. So we'll see how it goes this year. It's probably just like, why are we wasting all our food and beverage? <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that my son has been asking for quite frequently is a marble run. There's this one episode of Peppa Pig where they play with one and he watches the episode religiously and he really, really wants one. So um, Amazon has a lot of different models available, but as we all know, the quality of everything you get for items on Amazon isn't always the greatest. So I googled the best marble runs for 2022 and at the top of the list or at the top of many lists on various sites was the National Geographic Glowing Marble Run, which is available on Amazon for $95. It comes with 150 pieces, which includes different tubes, ramps, corkscrews and spirals to piece together. And it also comes with 30 glow in the dark marbles and a mesh storage bag to hold your marbles. And I think he's really going to love it. Um, it has over 12,000 ratings on Amazon and sits at a 4.5 stars overall, which is pretty good for that site. So I'm partial to any sort of like STEM toys. And this isn't only because it's not only a toy, it's like an educational experience. So the Marble Run was invented in the 60s by Tom Karen, a toy maker from Cambridge in the UK. And he sees it as one of the very essential toys that all kids should have at some point in their childhood. And also on that list um, are dolls, Legos. Monopoly and Connect Four. Oh, and speaking of board games, because we talked about them earlier, Maxwell really loves to play Connect Four. He's not very good and he cheats, but that's a good one. <laughs> Doesn't work like that, little boy. 
Yeah, he loves marble runs, like those YouTube channels of these people making these elaborate marble runs. I got a long time ago, I got him a, a little table to play on and it flips. So one side is flat and the other side has like Lego grooves. So you can put the Lego in and it has a Lego mar marble run. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, but that one sounds really cool. In case none of our ideas seem fitting for your little ones, Country Living compiled their annual list of the best toys for 2022, which we'll post this week on our social accounts for everyone to take a look at. The list includes toys to keep your children engaged with sensory activities and ones that promote STEM learning. This list includes train sets, ball runs, like we just mentioned, magnetic tiles, Black Panther dolls, sticker sets, child-friendly digital cameras, virtual reality dinosaur sets, Preston. <laughs> yes, Preston will love those. Kinetic Sand and games like Cake and Bake Challenge and the new Connect 4 Spin. Alright, enough about the children. What about us? What do we want? I personally would love, love a real telescope. Redu did get me one last year, but it's the one for kids, so you can't really see anything, but the the love was there. I I just want a real one. I want a real strong one where I can see many, many things and not have to like try and look for it for like a whole hour and my back's all jacked up. But I don't think that's really happening because it's insanely expensive. Surprisingly, I won a telescope once. You did? I still have it. Um, it's been, ta been taken out of the box once, looked at, and then put back in the box. And funny thing you say that because Maxwell was saying something about a telescope the other day. So maybe we'll like pull it out. But yes, I won yeah, one once in the it. Princess Margaret lottery. Oh, congratulations. Um, like years and years and years ago. Well, past congratulations. Like it's a tabletop telescope, but like it's still, it's like a legit telescope. That's still cool. Yeah. Um, in other presents, I came across this really cool site called thetrinity.com. And they've been featured on BuzzFeed, Good Housekeeping, Essence, and The Today Show, just to name a few. And they sprung out of the creators of an Etsy store and it is literally like grown and like blown up. So her collections and products infuse melanin and culture that celebrate the multiple layers of black culture and identity. She has this really cool black girl cool sweatshirt, which I think is really cute. It has like six faces, each wearing different sunglasses and sporting different types of curly and coily hair. They also sell like the black TV mom shirt, which has 20 faces of black TV moms that we all love, like Claire Huxtable and Rainbow Johnson. And besides the apparel, Trini G also offers a variety of inclusive patterns and images on duffel bags, aprons, puzzles, stickers, mugs, and shower curtains. I really am a fan of like fun, relevant tees and hoodies instead of like standard plain Old Navy things or Nike things. I like to be able to wear something that resonates with like me personally. Could be something about like being a mom or being mixed or pop culture. Like I love anything like Harry Potter, Whitney Houston. You know, there's like there's a lot of stuff out there than just wearing boring old plain clothes. Mixed Harry Potter people. Oh, mixed Harry Potter people would be a great line of clothing. Yes, it would. I did look at those clothes and they are very fun. Her prints are really nice. I think I would, I think I'd like to go for something that isn't only black or biracial. I'd really love to see a multicultural clothing brand or other things. Is there something like this? But I can't seem to find those things, you know, and these things I could feel like I fit into, but not really because I'm not biracial. Another thing I've always wanted and have considered getting for myself so many times, but I just never get around to it, is a subscription box. The selection's like so vast and it's definitely overwhelming. So not only are there numerous subscription box companies to choose from, 
it's hard to describe what exactly you want to subscribe to. Socks, snacks, arts and crafts. It's overwhelming, like the possibilities are endless. But one box I think that sounds pretty appealing is called Curl Box, which is a box of hand-picked products for curly hair. Boxes start at four quality products a month for $25 and then they go up from there. So for example, the September box included a Denman D3 brush, a Conair scrunchy head wrap, Nourish and Shine Liquid Gel Curl Primer, an Itch Calming Serum, Twist Leave-In Conditioner, Paul Mitchell Tea Tree Lavender Mint Overnight Moisture Therapy, and BioSilk Silk Therapy. The September box featured products from JCPenney, and past boxes have featured companies like Imbu, Palmer's, Maui Moisture, Urban Hydration, Cantu, and Main Choice. The subscription service is very popular, and last I checked, there was a waitlist to be able to sign up for this specific subscription. Those sound really cool. For just hair, what do you um, have to fill out a survey kind of thing, and then it, it's for specifically your hair, or it's just curl products? Hmm, that I do not know. It probably asks your kind of curliness, because I think that would make a difference. Just like if you signed up for a makeup box, they need to know your your skin type and your skin hue, I guess. The makeup boxes are cool, but I don't, I wouldn't know what to do with all that makeup. I don't wear all that makeup all the time. But one that I have wanted to subscribe to is candy boxes from around the world. Anytime I go on vacation, I love to try the sweets or the snacks or whatever they have over there. And there are many of these sites. A lot are for Japan snacks, but ones with all over the world uh, treats that I found is called Universal Yums. So first you pick the size of the box that you want and the length of your subscription. I believe you can do it monthly or yearly. And then you just get a box of snacks. I mean, who doesn't want that? A couple of the available countries they have on this particular site are Italy, India, and South Korea, which all sound very interesting. But yeah, I think I would try that. I also would try that. I do love me some snacks. So another thing I haven't gotten around to purchasing for myself, but would really like is a weighted blanket, um, which is a therapeutic blanket that can weigh anywhere between five to 30 pounds. And the extra weight mimics a technique called deep pressure stimulation or pressure therapy that can be used to relax the nervous system. A weighted blanket can help with stress relief and healthy sleep habits. And research has shown that the blankets can benefit people with anxiety, that is so me, autism, and insomnia, also me. I've been diagnosed with anxiety, and I wouldn't actually say that I have insomnia as per like the textbook definition, but there are definitely nights where I toss and turn and can't shut my brain off. So uh, anything that can help, I'm like totally for. The weighted blanket was invented by a gentleman by the name of Keith Zivilich, who was inspired when his daughter placed a beanie baby on his shoulder and he felt a relaxing hugging sensation from the small toy. He then wondered what it would be like to lay under a blanket completely made of beanie babies, and thus the product was born. Although, it took a while before it became the trend that we know it to be today. And I like, I can totally see this because sometimes my son will sleep with me in my bed and I don't have a weighted blanket, which is why I want one, but I have a pretty heavy duvet. And he like sleeps so soundly when he is under my duvet and he just, he doesn't usually like blankets, but when he's under that duvet, at first I thought it was like, oh my God, it's too heavy for him. But no, he like actually sleeps really well. Rated blankets sound fabulous. Like you said, it's like sleeping in a nice soft hug. Another gift that I always like, but it's like a given is I would always want a tattoo for Christmas, also my birthday, um, or a vacation. But those presents are very ridiculous. Well, not ridiculous, but they are expensive. So those happened only sometimes, but that's okay. Uh, another thing I don't think I would mind is jewelry. 
which I do have a lot of, but I would still love it. Like not super um, jeweled or very expensive, just a... like diamonds and pearls. <laughs> yeah, a whole handful of diamonds. No, just like small, cute rings. Etsy has some really good choices of jewelry and pretty great prices. And you can go local, which is great, or get some from around the world. So I'm always looking there for something new. Ooh, you know what I want, actually? Actually, when we're done recording, I think I'm going to go buy some. Um, I, I really want these silicone rings. However, I do not know what my ring size is. So I keep like putting it off. Like, should I buy this size? Should I buy this size? But I think I'm just going to buy what I think is a big size and then go from there. And something that would obviously be a big help to me throughout the year are gift cards. And I don't mean like gift cards to like Indigo, Amazon, or Winners, although I'll gladly accept those. I would like gift certificates for services like hair salons, manicures, pedicures, and waxing services. Having these accessible in my wallet would mean I could book an appointment without having to worry about my weekly or monthly finances. And it helps the small businesses in the long run as well. If this is something you would consider getting for a loved one, I would suggest that you find out like where they go as like people are very specific about where they go for those kinds of services and the technicians that they use. So like for me, not that anyone has me on their shopping list, I don't think anyone that's like listening anyways, um, I get my nails done at Nails on North Queen and I get my waxing done at Fuzz Bar on the Lakeshore. So two locations in the South Etobicoke area that I personally would highly recommend. So far. So far. You are so far. I am not. You guys are all so far. I am conveniently located in the To Holden. what? What are you conveniently <laughs> located to? <laughs> Myself. Um, I feel like sometimes when you're younger and for Christmas you get a card and it has a gift card in it, you're like, gift card. But now, as you're older, you know, gift cards are badass. If you really think about it, they're really good. You know, prepaid visa, yeah, that's badass. They're the best, especially when you when you don't use it right away. Mm -hmm. Like the other day, I realized, like I know they say to use your gift cards right away because the the rules and the yeah, but these like fraud scams and whatever. But like the other day, I realized, like oh, I have a gift card for Indigo, fifty bucks, and I have a gift card for Bed Bath and Beyond, twenty five bucks. That's seventy five dollars of not my own money that I can spend. That's great. I love finding gift cards. I mean, I wouldn't mind a Starbucks one since I like to go there sometimes, but you know, I'm always down for a gift card. Another item I wanted to get myself are blue light glasses. So I'm on screens at work. I'm on screens at home. My car has a huge screen and even my hobby, this podcast, has me on screens all the time, all day, every day. Screens are hard to escape in this day and age, and I feel like I should be doing something to help my eyes. For those that don't know, I do not wear glasses, as in near-far corrective glasses, yet. And that is a big capital yet because I know that it's coming soon because my eyesight is dwindling. So sad, but true. So until I'm told that I actually need glasses for regular seeing on a day-to-day, -day, I want to feel like I'm doing something to help. There are, of course, countless pros and cons lists that you can find online about the advantages and disadvantages of blue light glasses. But if you're like me and thinking about a pair for yourself or someone in your life, do your research before you make your purchase. I am actually wearing blue light glasses right now. Yeah. Um, it are is... they like, are they prescription glasses too? Yes. Or is there such a thing? Uh, yeah, I, I got a prescription um, since my eyesight is dwindling as well. So I'm finding more and more now that I have to take my regular glasses off to see something up close. <laughs> Sad. 
But um, the last time I went to the eye doctor for a checkup, he said, do you want a prescription for blue glasses um, since you're at the computer all the time? And he said, do your eyes get tired with your regular glasses? And I say, sometimes yes. So then he gave me the prescription and they're really good. I just forget to use them. They're sitting on, on my desk, my work desk, and it, they just sit there and they're just really nice. So I'm trying to be more conscious of putting them on since I paid for them. And they're actually, they're pretty nice and they do help. It's just, I mean, it takes a bit of getting used to, obviously. But once you have them on, you can tell the difference and it feels better. Since we have a couple more days before the month of December starts, we also wanted to mention advent calendars. I love advent calendars. A chocolate, candy, or a toy every day. I mean, who doesn't want that? I was actually looking online um, the other day to see how to make one. Like, I saw some out of felt, and I was like, I can do that. Like, no, Vanessa. When, when are you going to do that? <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, maybe for next year. Yes, start now for next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, Vanessa. But they are really cute where you can put the numbers on it, and then you can put, like, a little toy in there. But it's a lot of work to like you got to find stuff to put in there every day like and it's got to be like little stuff yeah because the pockets are super small and, and you don't want to buy like garbage so like <laughs> no but we did buy some today like just um just chocolate which is still still good um a dinosaur one of course for preston obviously and then we got a normal lint one for us with the better chocolate since he probably won't care his head will explode and be like a dinosaur so for us, as in you guys have to share your calendar? Me and Rudu? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love advent calendars. I can't go the month of December without at least having one. It's been a household tradition since I was a kid, and it's a tradition that I keep going for uh, with Maxwell. If you're thinking of picking up or making advent calendars like Vanessa over here, you've still got four days left before December 1st, and there are so many options out there. For example, for $60 at Sephora, you can get the Sephora collection wishing you an advent calendar, which contains 24 beauty surprises like makeup, skincare, and bath accessories. Another fun one for $155 is the Kiehl's Holiday Limited Edition Advent Calendar, which includes 24 of their iconic formulas, including cleansers, face masks, serums, and moisturizers. If you're in the mood for edible advent calendars, you have a plethora of chocolate options from companies like Lint, Ferrero, Godiva, and Kinder, but you have other options as well. The past two years, I've indulged in the Eilster Cheese Advent Calendar, which features 24 individually wrapped cheeses in nine varieties like applewood, cheddar, and cranberry. A small piece of cheese each day is a delicious way to start your day, personally. This calendar retails for around $25, or if booze is your thing, beer and alcohol calendars would be right up your alley. For example, Nipiata sells a boozy advent calendar called the 12 Shots of Christmas with 12 bottles preloaded for your tasting pleasure. Surprises include Tito's, Grey Goose, Kahlua, and Jack Daniels. There are also beer calendars, wine ones, and even champagne. And for the little ones in your life, if you wanted to celebrate the tradition of the advent calendar, but maybe a chocolate a day is a bad idea, you do have other options. There are Pokemon calendars and LOL doll calendars, which I don't understand. Um, with a small figurine each day. And there's also, what, a Jurassic World calendar with a dinosaur surprise each day? Gotta look that one up. 
And National Geographic has a calendar too, where the surprise each day is a different gemstone or a rock, mineral or fossil. I also like that one. Seriously though, there are many calendars for pretty much everything child-friendly you can think of. Mini plush toys, mochi squishies, Lego, Disney storybooks, Harry Potter calendars, micro machines, and Roblox, just to name a few more. Remember to shop small and local if you can. I realize it can be more expensive sometimes, but it's worth it in the long run. When all else fails and you can't find the perfect gift online or at the mall, make something. A card, a calendar, a playlist. It's the thought that counts. And I think that is a wrap for today. Thanks for joining us on today's episode, everyone. Hopefully we've been helpful or given you some ideas. If you like what you heard today, please remember to like, subscribe, and or leave a five-star rating wherever you're listening from right now. We would really appreciate it. Also remember to check out any or all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Mixed DNA Podcast, where we'll post links and relevant information this week that pertains to this episode. Thanks again, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody.